You're listening to Soberoso, a show dedicated to alcoholics, addicts, survivors of abuse, overcomers of great tragedies, and those of us with mental health issues, too. That's right, folks, and I'm so glad that you are here joining us again today with myself, Dora, and my good buddy, Lear. Lear. Hello. (laughs) So great to see you. It's been a while since we caught up, and, and it's been a while since you've been a guest on the show, so I'm so glad you're taking the time to join us today for Christmas. Each week, we invite guests and listeners from around the world to listen in as we have casual conversations with regular people like you and me who've, against all odds, turned their lives around. I am happy to be here. It's really good to see you, um, and it's good to to rejoin and be a part of Soberoso. Mm, thank thank you. you for inviting me. It's my pleasure. It, it's funny how, well, Lear's joining us from uh, Toronto, or no, so, sorry, where are you from? <laughs> Ridgeway, which is a small town in southern Ontario, Canada. <laughs> That's what the queue was, southern Ontario, the all famous, <laughs> as opposed to, you know, northern, western, and eastern, southern Ontario. <laughs> if you're a family member of someone suffering from alcoholism or addiction, a newcomer or old-timer, or Sober Curious, this show is for you. Join us now on the Soberoso podcast with your host, Dora Gosselin, in sharing our passion for recovery. (laughs) I don't know why that cracks me up, but it does, because I'm like, I don't, it's all Ontario. I don't know, I don't know, that doesn't mean anything. Anyways, Lear is joining us from Southern Ontario today, and I am here in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. Lear has been on the show before. He's a very good friend of mine, and both of us happen to to go back with many stories and many histories in our past. We partied like mother rock stars, and uh, <laughs> we found each other again in, in recovery and in sobriety. So today we're uh, going to talk a little bit a little bit about everything, and we're so glad that you're here. So, Lear, this morning before we got on this episode, I was, you know, it's funny, whenever I start recording, I just think, I, you know, I ask my higher power to to bring forward things that we should talk about or that we shouldn't talk about. And today, you know, we're kind of hitting on the Christmas and the holiday spirit, hence the toque. You know, I don't wear this all the time. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it looks like it looks like beachwear to me does it okay no this is my christmas spirit i don't know what happened to yours <laughs> <laughs> i know i'm dressed for work already sorry <laughs> you're like in black and white telly there anyways <laughs> i was thinking this morning um maybe we should talk a little bit about some of our worst experiences or memories with Christmas or the New Year's holidays and we'll also talk about some gifts and sobriety but I was thinking this Lear and one thing that came up for me was do you remember well it must have been oh what like 18 years ago when you lived here in Mexico when we lived together as roomies it at least, I think I might even a bit bit longer than that. Maybe that the time that you're referring to. I, I'm thinking, but yeah, eighteen wow. to 20, eighteen to twenty years. Oh my goodness, that really dates us. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
So anyways, Lear and I were uh, roommates in Puerto Vallarta back in our extreme hardcore party days where the sky was the limit and, and we did everything that fell in front of our face. Mm. <laughs> and uh, one holiday memory was that I remember this morning was that I think it was one of the first times that I cooked a turkey out and we went over to our, our buddy's house in the marina and I actually cooked a turkey. And we had a bunch of our Mexican friends drop in because I cooked like Canadian style because in Mexico, they don't, you know, it's not traditional for them to eat turkey. They like celebrate on the 24th, they eat shrimp, they eat fish. They have a bunch of their own traditions here, but I decided to cook a turkey and stuck with the stuffing and everything. Yeah, I don't know, about 30 or 40 people popped in. Of course, I don't think I ate any because I was too fucking high, but hey, that's the story <laughs> of my life. But you came over, Lear, and you came for Christmas dinner, and we had a great time, you know, drinks were free flowing. And the next day, you had to work at the canopy. Now, this is going back before we had smartphones, before we had alarm clocks on our phones. And people had been coming in and out, you know, uh, you know our friend Bob and Pinchy Baby, and I remember they were there, and a bunch of our, a bunch of our crew was there. And, uh, Anyways, the Christmas spirit not only was including the food, but also a shit ton of drugs. And you and I were doing a bunch of lines, as I'm sure many other people were. And we were high as a kite. And um, <laughs> I, you had to work the next morning and you had to like get up at like eight. And I think it was about one in the morning. And you were like, I was hanging out with Benito. And you were like, Dora, you guys have to keep me awake. I have to go to work. I you can't fall asleep. Promise that you're gonna keep me awake or that you're gonna wake me up. Yeah, you actually got to sleep for a couple hours, and me and Benito promised that we would wake you up so you could get to your shift. And during that time, Benito and I wrote a book called What was it called? The Little I Don't Give a Fuck book. Do you remember that? You know. At first I didn't, but then you said a few things that triggered my memory. I remember, I think I remember the apartment and I remember people coming in and out <laughs> of my consciousness. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're, I, I vaguely remember this, but yeah, I must have been quite uh, inebriated because it's, it's, it sounds like a substantial party and the first turkey Chris, uh, cooked in, for Christmas in Mexico and it's it's so blurry, like I should... You'd think that would be a more significant memory, but it's I, it's not there fully in my right. brain. Well, you know, I mean, Lear, the, our holidays, I mean, we, we drank and drugged for any reason, but holidays was like the time to even go above and beyond. Like I remember one of the first times you and I hung out together was before this time in Mexico, was in Canada, in Vancouver, and we had like um, an orphan's Thanksgiving party when you lived downtown with Lance. Oh. And I remember coming to the next day and like everybody's everybody's entry fee was a wine bottle and everybody bought brought more than one and we had to actually go out to the store and get more and total blackout, total oh, blackout. That's, yeah, that's a little bit of overindulgence. <laughs> All that to say that we, yeah, that's what we did on the holidays, you know, was it was 
eat, drink, and be merry. Yes, I, I, like I said, I vaguely have memories, but it, when you're saying it, I'm thinking how th this is, I'm sure I must have had fun, you know, like at the time, but now that I'm looking back on it, how absolutely selfish and irresponsible of me because of the job that I was doing the next day. Like mm -hmm. I'm up in the trees, 30, 40, 50, 60 feet up with tourists who are there, you know, wanting to have a good time. And um, thank God nothing happened. But if to, for me to, you know, be doing those shenanigans the night before and then going to such a high responsibility job the next day, mm -hmm. like that's just that's just completely irresponsible and crazy. So well, I didn't yeah. I didn't bring it up to give you any guilt, Lear. I just no. <laughs> no. Plus, plus, you know what? In in my way of thinking, it was Christmas, so they were probably messed up the night before too. Oh yeah, it's actually <laughs> to think about it, it's their fault for booking a tour the next day, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Oh but yeah. I would love to know, Lear, if you anything comes to your thoughts about um, you know some way that you destroyed a Christmas or a New Year's or something that you regret or wish you could have done over because of your addiction or alcoholism. Yeah, I can. Um, there's one that I think it was about 10 years ago ish. And um, I guess I think about it every Christmas now. And I, if I start thinking about it, I can feel really bad, but I, I don't anymore. I just kind of like think, okay, I guess that's what people call a remember when I think about that and think, well, that's, I'm happy. I don't have to uh, go through something like that again. But I was, I was at my mom's for Christmas with my family. And uh, I think I was, you know, covertly uh, popping Percocets or okay. pills of some kind. I don't know if I was drinking. I don't think so, because I had kind of separated it at that time, but I was definitely screwed up on pharmaceutical drugs. Mm -hmm. um, and I just remember my mom, you know, she, she was having a good time. She'd had a little bit of wine, nothing over the top. Everyone's there's music and dinner and food. And my mom uh, was really, she loved the, um, what's that called? The Siberian orchestra thing, the trans and the, oh, it's yeah. Christmas music. I can't remember what it's called. It's pretty famous. Anyways, she was asking me to put on this song and then put on that song, all Christmas songs like, oh, put on this version of Jingle Bells and put on Frosty right. this and put on this. And I got in my head, I got so fed up with her bossing me around when she was just, you know, asking me to put on music, probably because she didn't know how to work this, the thing. And I just like full stop in the middle of the thing. I said something along the lines of, why don't you do it yourself? I'm not your servant, blah, 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 blah. Like, and my mom just looked absolutely stunned and horrified and hurt. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, because um, she was just enjoying the moment, the Christmas festivities. But in my in my altered thinking, I was, you know, I was the little, um, I don't know what. It was I was getting been, in the way with your party in your own head. Yeah, I guess so. Because I was, I was all of a sudden made to be this DJ that n nobody asked my permission if I wanted to be the DJ. <laughs> but like, I... I yeah, I put her on the spot in front of everyone. And then mm. like, I don't know, 
shamed her in a way, but I was the one basically who looked like an idiot because I remember my sister just like turning to me like, what the fuck? Oh. <laughs> and, and then I was like, well, how come I always have to do it? And, you know, and, it, you know, it's just, it's just music and songs, but the way I spoke to my mother on Christmas mm -hmm. um, and my distortion of reality and what was actually happening, although to me, it seemed very real that she was just bossing me around. You're not the boss of me. You don't know me. You don't know my life, wow. but, but um, I always, because I, I can recall the expression on her face and she just looked so hurt when she was just trying to, you know, be in the Christmas spirit. So that might not be like, I didn't destroy Christmas dinner or anything, but I know that that put a, a, a little prick into my mom's heart. And I always, I always- You being the little prick. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I was the little prick. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Lear. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> but yeah, that just, it just, and that, I mean, I can recall many other things that I've done when I was high or drunk or altered, like just hurting family members, usually with words. I'm not like a physical fighter. I never really punched out my grandma or anything like that, but like I, I've gotten nasty with my words. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I, you can tell when you've hurt somebody with, with words, you can, you can feel it, you can see it in their body language, their face, mm -hmm. and then it, it doesn't feel good the next day or like, I mean, it's a few years later and I, I think about that. And I'm, I'm grateful that like the last many Christmases have been really wonderful. Mm, like yeah. it's just it's been so much nicer and I don't have to I don't even have to worry that I'm gonna do something like that because it's just I don't do it anymore that's right well Lear thank you for uh, telling us about some of your sh holiday shenanigans and uh to everybody out there listening we are not just gonna whine and complain and tell you our drunkalogue but we did want to tell you that we too have messed up holidays yeah. numerous times and we would love for you to join us in the next episode where we are going to talk about tools for recovery around the holidays please hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to the soberoso podcast and help us normalize conversations around alcoholism and addiction recovery you can join us on instagram and facebook at soberoso you are not alone and we do recover.